Welcome to the Laura Creates Courses weekly podcast. I'm Laura Coulter, and I'm here to share with you insights and stories to help you develop your own effective online course. Each episode includes something for you to do and a way to interact with a community of people just like you. You can find the show notes for this and other podcast episodes at lauracreatescourses.com slash podcast slash EP and the episode number. Episode four continues the conversation around discussion boards. This time we look at open-ended questions. Today we're going to be talking about discussion boards and open-ended questions. This is episode two of a three episode series. So in the last episode, we talked about why community was important, the difference between synchronous and asynchronous classes and how discussion boards work on both, and we talked about using introductions in the discussion board question. I really recommend, if you didn't listen to that one, that you start over there. We need to know what the difference is between open-ended and closed questions. A closed question is, did you have fun? You have an answer. The answer is yes, no, you have teenagers, it's sort of, or eh. But what if you say, what did you do? Now, that can't be answered with a yes or a no or a meh. It needs more of an answer. And so that's, that's a very simple example of a difference between open and closed questions. You can ask, did you agree with the author? And then the answer is gonna be yes or no, and bam, students are off the hook. However, if you change it around and say, what point did the author make that really stuck with you or that really resonated with you? Or what point did the author make that you disagreed with? And why? Those are very strong open-ended questions and they invite discussion. So one of the most valuable aspects of discussion board open-ended questions is that it gives you a chance to see student thinking. It's really hard to know what students all over the world, not, not even in the room with you. I mean, you can't see them looking at your material. You can't watch their facial expressions. All you can do is ask them questions and then see what thinking is revealed by their answers. So it's kind of important to ask the right questions so that you can get valuable feedback that you need to improve your course and to make it valuable for the students. So here's some key things. You want to design questions that allow you to draw out of students what they're thinking and how they interpreted what they learned. So it's not so easy, but it's super valuable. And then when they do answer, give them time, give the students time to answer each other and to respond to each other. So don't immediately jump in every single time a student posts because then they will come to expect that you're the one who's going to respond to all of them and they don't have to respond to each other. I promise you that gets exhausting very quickly. So you want to hang back and you want to let students try to jump in first and you also want to encourage discussion. So you might reply to a post that's an interesting um, point, so-and-so. Does anybody have anything that they can extend that with or dispute? 
And then you're asking, you're inviting students to join in on the discussion. Do you want a way to choose effective learning activities at your fingertips? Download my free ebook, Online Course Creation Made Easy, 25 Activities to Engage Your Online Learner at lauracreatescourses.com. It's designed to help you choose the right learning activity to meet your goal. That's lauracreatescourses.com. That is a much more powerful situation where students start working with each other and learning with each other. And it creates an excellent learning environment, a, a professional or personal learning community that the students can draw from. You are no longer the end-all be-all. They have each other as well. And that has just enriched their learning multiplied by the number of students being active on the discussion board. You can't recreate that. You can't do that. You are one person. But you can set up a situation and foster so that these students of yours get the best possible education out of your course by crowdsourcing everybody's knowledge. And the discussion board is a fantastic place to do that. Now, this is hard in an asynchronous situation. And we talked about that in the last video, so I'm not gonna rehash it here, but there are some ideas in the last episode. Sorry, I said video, but you might be listening on a podcast. So, in the last episode. So here's some examples of open-ended discussion board questions. If you heard the episode about learning activities, I use an example of growing a vegetable garden or teaching people to grow a backyard vegetable garden. A discussion board open-ended question for that course might be, what vegetables did you choose to plant and why? So that gives people insight. And when you ask the why question, well, they're gonna have to put in their reasons for that choice. So for example, if they're going to choose to plant Brussels sprouts, they might say it's because my climate works with that. Somebody in a completely different climate might question, why on earth would you be planting Brussels sprouts at this time of year? But their reasons help explain that and build relationships with the students. They get to know each other a little bit better. So here's some generic examples. What are some of the drawbacks of blank? and how would you address them? You can fill in that blank with anything that meets your needs. That's a pretty generic question. What are some of the benefits of? What are some of the drawbacks of? And how would you address them or how would you extend on them? And another example would be, what two things would you apply from this list of ideas? And what one thing wouldn't you apply and why? Sometimes the thinking about why they would not choose something can be very insightful. And you, as the instructor, collect all those insights and you're constantly improving your course, adding bonus material to address things, or if you get a chance to hold a live chat, which we will discuss in a later episode, you can address those particular things that these current students are having issues with. It makes this pretty amazing. Okay, it's time for your to-do. I want you to think up two discussion board questions for open-ended questions for your course idea. 
write down two of them and be thoughtful in this. You want to get some information out of this. What questions could you ask in what way that will give you the most information? I want you to post one of those questions in the comments. And if you're listening to this on podcast, I'll link the video um, in the show notes so that you can participate as well. But I want you to post one of your discussion questions in the comments and explain your design choices. Why did you choose to ask this question a particular way? What are you hoping to get out of it? Be sure to read the other comments that are in there because you will learn so much from others in this. And I will try to chime in as much as possible. All right, we're done for the day. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let me know by giving it a rating and sharing a screenshot on Instagram. Be sure to tag at Laura Creates Courses. Where'd I put my coffee?